Yo, hello friends. Welcome to Ashes Pathfinders. Dedicated Ashes of Creation podcast run at 67 episodes strong, where today we are rallying the Ashen. Uh, if you couldn't tell, we've got a much larger cast today. Uh, I'm joined today by Farazone. I uh, hope I said that right, man. Pacha, Alpha Soul, Makinoji, Wandering Mist, and myself. And so we have two new faces to today's show that have not been here before. They may or may not be strangers to you in terms of uh, people in the Ashes of Creation community. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and let them introduce themselves a little bit more specifically. So why don't we start with Farazone? Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and kind of what drew you to Ashes, uh, what kind of stuff you're doing in the community in terms of content if you create, and uh, just let us know a little bit about yourself. Uh, yeah, um, so Farazon, um, I came to Ashes pretty much because I played just about any MMO I can get my hands on, um, and Ashes was... Um, something that really kind of struck a chord with me because it was the first time I'd seen somebody put forward, like wanting to really blend the like more like sandboxy style, something kind of like Eve with traditional theme park. So that really got me interested. And so, yeah, I came in and have been a fairly active member in the community. I stream whenever ashes is up. Um, so not a whole lot going on right at the moment, but uh, once uh, alpha one lands and uh, I'll be back in, in force, then that's kind of what I got going on for the time being. Right on. Well, welcome to the show, friend. And uh, Alpha Soul, your turn, man. <laughs> okay, cool. Kitty, kitty. <laughs> Wait, is he frozen? Oh, no. <laughs> he froze, dude. <laughs> he froze in a perfect. <laughs> yeah. You know. Oh, there he is. He's back. He's back. Oh man. man I, I, I was like, oh crap! It froze right when he finished. Nice. Nice. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Alpha Soul. I introduced to Ashes of Creation completely by accident. Uh, I think I was over a friend's and, you know, he knew that I loved MMOs and uh, we were browsing around for some MMOs that we could play together. We ended up stumbling across it and I followed it ever since. Uh, I'm kind of an old person within the MMO gaming. I've been playing MMOs since since they were called MUDs uh, and were text-based and then started on Ultima Online. And ever since then, I have been playing. Um, typically, I focus on the PvP side. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much it. As far as Content goes for Ashes of Creation. I have a YouTube channel where, you know, I just talk about Ashes-related things. I tried streaming for a bit, and I do have a Twitch stream, but I'm just not one of those people who is good at engaging with his audience as he plays. I'm kind of one of the ones who gets annoyed when I see a message and it distracts me from what I'm doing. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Right on. So, Pacha, Mackie, and Wondering Miss have both been on here, what, the past couple episodes? And... Yeah, I think Wondering Mist, you were on a couple, was it two weeks ago now? Yeah, something like that. Something, man. I don't know, time all just starts to kind of do this to me, you know? This is what happens when we're in quarantine. We <laughs> lose track of time. And it all just blurs together. Today is I, I the day. I didn't even realize it was Sunday today. Right? So. Yeah. <laughs> this whole weekend went by real quick. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. So we, uh, man, we got a big cast today, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really interested in getting all of your feedback because we just had our Alpha One live stream showcase recently, and there was a follow up. Now, Wondering Mist actually made uh, a really great uh, Word document kind of outlining. So there was the live stream Friday, <clears throat> and then several hours later, uh, Stephen hopped in Discord. Um, 
and he essentially kind of like did a Q&A session with everybody. I want to say it was around 20 minutes, roughly. There were some there were some pretty funny moments in there. And anyway, I like I cut a video of it, put the auto up on YouTube and Mist went and he went and, you know, got all of the Q&A part in written format. So I don't know that it's actually posted anywhere, um, but no. I didn't post it anyway. Yeah. yeah, we might get that. Maybe get that up on the forums. If he doesn't, then I definitely will because he did a really good job with that. And we may not get to touch on it today, uh, but I did want to touch on one one part of it. And I kind of want everybody here to, if they listen to it, maybe reflect on a part that stood out for them in terms of the Q&A. And then we're going to get on to like the live stream discussion. Um, but the uh, uh, Q&A was really good in terms of it. There was a little bit of humor. Uh, Stephen was, you could tell, I, I don't know. I think I, I could tell that he uh, definitely sounds like he, he's made a, a comment about having early onset Alzheimer's. So I was like, oh man, dude. Uh, but he, he seemed to have some really heartfelt words for the community. He said that, uh, you know, that they were working really hard to, to get this, you know, get that live stream so that uh, they could show us alpha one, that there were some, you know, things that were going on ahead of time. And, uh, but they, they kind of brought it home and they wanted to really make everybody proud. And, you know, I, I don't know. I think they did. I, I mean, I was proud of them. Uh, I was actually, you know, very pleasantly surprised. Uh, but what what was some of your feedback uh, just generally before we kind of dig in on the live stream as far as the... Yeah, I, I kind of got that same feeling from that whole... It, it almost feels like a huge weight off his chest. If you know, there's, you know, within the community, there's been a lot of... Uh, I, I won't say a lot. I'd say about 20% of a chorus that kind of goes around saying that it's a scam, that it's not real, that there's no bother. And, you know, that's got to have an effect on people who are, you know, real people developing a game and it's got to be a team downer if you will and so the overwhelming positive response that we're seeing for the game is probably a huge boost to the team you know especially going on right now yeah yeah i definitely agree with that i I think i think for me i I think that that sincerity that you heard from steven was a lot of you know they had made missteps along the way i mean it's a it's a brand new studio from somebody who's not in the industry you know and, and they had made mistakes but you know the the gaming community can kind of get in that toxic spiral and you know for the last like eight to 12 months they've they've really been having to fight through that and i think this was kind of a point for them to kind of win back some of that goodwill from the community and i think i think they really felt that i, I think that coming out of the stream and and getting all of that positive feedback i feel like that was a weight lifted off of them to to kind of get back to to that level so i was really happy mm-hmm. to see that yeah, yeah yeah i completely agree with alpha sold um sold to about like the 20 percent kind of like the vocal minority that have been like basically flaming this game so hard i talked about this last week on the on this on this on the stream and i was like a lot of people say it's a scam and a lot of people are comparing it to star citizen in the in this sense or now all the crowdfunded mmos like chronicles of illyria as we saw this week i think mm-hmm. uh, that just crashed and burned and I think um, what Steven did with like the heartfelt comment uh, is to just, it would be, re- it, it's really good because I think because they showed what they showed during the live stream, um, if Steven, now that they've shown actual features that are being implemented and Steven keeps on being like close to the community like he was after the stream, I feel like it can just go a long way. Because that's one of the things that the community really fell in love with for Ash's creation is how close the community to like Steven in particular was until we got kind of like a cutoff in communications. 
and now it's kind of like back with the comments that Steven made after the stream. And I feel like if they can just hop on that train, just ride that train while working on the game as hard as they're doing right now, as hard as this as they've proven that they are, it can just go great, I think. What do you think, Mackie? Yeah, I totally agree. Like everyone pretty much said what I was thinking, uh, especially Alpha Soul. Um, very mm -hmm. positive feedback from the community, positive feedback from people who were catching that stream for the first time just to see what, what is happening with the game. I think it's a good step forward, and I, I love that they did it. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't do it at GDC, but they got to do it very personable to with the community, so I thought that was really great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this should be a huge confidence boost for the whole development team. And honestly, they should be proud of what they've done so far because it really is good. Um, they've provided a really stable foundation, which they can then build upon, um, hopefully further down the line. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with what, what we've been showcased so far. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't I'm not going to say that, like, Look, I've I've had my moments of like criticism, you know, and even frustration like anybody I think that's really been following it for a long time has, but man, I, I mean like honestly, I I watched it and I was at the end of it, I was just like, man, way to go, guys. Like legit, legit. Like I I don't I I I do not have any reason to think that there's any kind of like reason to have this like idea of like let's mic drop, but like inadvertently, I think that that was like kind of a mic drop to those people that were like, it's a scam. And, you know, that's what I felt anyway. I was watching, I was like, and it's just like that. Not not yeah. maybe purposely, but it, it definitely happened, I think. And I think for, for a lot of us, like especially the people that have been advocating, you know, for the game for so long, uh, when, you know, we're sitting here reiterating what a BR is for and how it's going to help the game and all that, then you get to see... Uh, then you get to see, you know, this, and it's just like, okay, so everything we've also been saying, you know, here's that we said, oh yeah, and here you go. So let's talk a little bit about. Uh, well, I guess before we get into the points, like my, I'm gonna ask this question, right? So like, what did you have in mind, uh, or what were you expecting or hoping to see as they kind of showcased the Alpha One environment? I can tell you what mine was, and they like just dead on hit that expectation of like what I wanted to see, which was they showcased alpha zero so much right back in like 2017 around Kickstarter. We got all these different snapshots and videos and, you know, we got to see like the Dunier dungeon, which I'm going to be getting to a point on that in the near future here. But they talked about the, you know, showcase the Dunier dungeon at one point running around the open world, uh, the, the um, uh, gateway that we come through in the beginning and all of that. Uh, TL, thank you so much for the hundred bits. I really appreciate it, friend. Um, hammers in chat, please, for uh, TLs. And so, in in that regard, though, um, you know, I was like, I want to see that alpha alpha zero to alpha one, and and because they went through the gate and showed us initial that initial staging area that we got to see so much in alpha zero, we got to see the snapshot of that in the here and now. So they literally showcased, remember in Alpha Zero when we touched on these certain places and locations? Here's what it looks like now. And they did that. And I even remember responding to the Ashes post, which was, what do you want to look forward to? And I was like, that's what I want to see. And I was like, hey, people, go check it out. Because if they went and looked at Alpha Zero like video footage and saw that, they had to be going, damn, dude. 
Nice. Mm. Nice. What about you all? What were some things you had looked forward to that you maybe saw or didn't see in there? I was looking specifically at the um, uh, anything that we found in the Battle Royale to see if there was a translation over onto the um, into the Ashes game, basically, right? So it was good when she, um, I think it was Margaret, zoomed in on a character because you could pretty much see it was the exact same character models that was you know taken from uh, the Battle Royale into the game, and all of it was you know just kind of zoomed out, if you will. Uh, but it vastly exceeded what I was expecting. I was expecting kind of like an on-rails thing where they went in, essentially just uh, like did a caravan, maybe accepted a quest. Uh, and this was a lot more than that. It was just basically just walking around in the world. And um, they went through and just did a number of things, went through the node. The node was really cool to see it rise up in the different stages. So you can kind of see a scale. By the way, the scale from two to three was increasingly huge, which makes me wonder what the scale from four to five and then five to six <laughs> and then the metropolis yeah, is right. just going to be massive. Yeah. yeah. Um, which kind of brings more back into scale when you think about how you have to build up each of the buildings that they showed. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, I kind of see now why you would want to stay vested in a particular area uh, and you, you know, might, you might have, you know, that attachment to it. So a lot of thoughts swirling around, but that's just generally it. Nice. Yeah, it's so, I I think this is I don't know it's maybe even more nerdy. So like coming from a a background of like you know programming and program management and like in my day to day life, one of the things that I actually kind of geeked out about the most during the stream was actually when Jeff was talking and he said something about you know this is the slice we wanted to deliver, and that to me like we have a concept like uh, this vertical slice is like you know what is your customer going to go through like what are they going to experience because you have to hit all those systems and know how they're going to interact with each other mm-hmm. and like what alpha was talking about about like seeing the node grow like so you see the experience come off of the mob from that quest and then it makes the node grow and then whenever that happened then it triggered the mayoral election and that triggered these other things mm-hmm. when you see those things coming together like from my side there's i like I get how much work behind the scenes it is to, to understand, like you have to put those things together. So even if you've only got five quests in the game, it doesn't matter as long as those five quests are actually touching all those other systems. And that to me was the thing that I was the most impressed with was just seeing that like they were actually putting all of those systems together mm-hmm. and like whenever they did the armory, that was another great one where the armory triggered all of that. They went out, did the quest, came back and then the armory grew and then that unlocked all the things in there. Like to see that level of progress was, was really great. Yeah, for me, it was the same thing. Uh, Honestly, when they showed the node develop and when they just walked around the world, I remember uh, two streams. There was one stream that they were were just walking around the world. They got out of the gates and, like, they were trying different gear. And it was obviously, like, a lot of kind of, like, stock uh, assets, like the trees and everything. As we saw, someone pointed out one day that the trees were stock from royalty-free stuff. And another one that they was a demo that they did for uh, for for a con- uh, convention uh, with a ranger. We would see like the footsteps uh, leading into a direction and the mage opening a opening a wall. And honestly, yo, this live stream was so cool. That's exactly what they did, but with the progress that actually showed that wasn't necessarily stock. I haven't done my homework on that and looked it up, but like. I don't care. It looked great. And one thing that I particularly noticed is 
uh, I remember, I think it's Crowjack, he was talking about the aesthetics of the game, um, and he was talking about the color scheme that they were using, that it looked very drab, even though it had, like, a lot of details and, like, everything was beautiful. The colors were a little bit drab, and what I saw in the live stream this week, it blew my mind. It was kind of like, it would, the colors were popping, but they weren't making my freaking eyeballs, eyeballs bleed. It was, it was just perfect for me and i didn't have high expectations so i was just blown away especially when we saw the nodes develop uh and i i think it's i read someone i read that someone uh, in a comment said that tech that, that usually what we see are tech demos for games that they say like hey this is the progress we got and it's just basically a tech demo like when we saw very early on uh, that we saw an army of NPCs standing on the other side of a like in the field facing front to a city, we we looked at them like carefully and it was just like standing, no animation or anything. So it was pretty much just a tech demo to show what they could do graphics wise. But this live stream for me was not a tech demo, it was more feature demo. We saw a lot of different features that they promised. Mm -hmm. And even though they were really bare bones, that's what I'm expecting. It's alpha one. Like, I think we're all, all of us here are old enough to remember what a true alpha is, what a true beta is. And a beta is not supposed to be basically like a demo of the first 10 levels of a game so you can pre-order and like allow them to make money. It's supposed to be testing. And that's basically what it felt like. It felt like they were true to their words, like they actually did some progress. And it was just really cool to me. And one thing that really bothered me, and I was watching the stream with a friend, <clears throat> it was at the beginning. Uh, the shadows didn't really bother us because like, we knew that if you just put the shadows closer to the feet of the character, they're not going to look like they're floating. But for me, it was when Margaret was zooming in when she was zooming in, I was like, oh, my God, this is so perfect. This is how I play my MMOs. Oh, my God, I'm so happy. We can see all the detail. And then she was zooming out. And I was like, Maggie, this is not an RTS. I don't want to play Warcraft 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing you don't play a healer very often. Because uh, if you're playing a healer, you, yeah. you are playing an RTS. Yeah, yeah, that's or, or true. Tank. Or a tank. Yeah. I honestly not play a raid tank fully zoomed into my character. It just <laughs> Okay, so I see here in chat. I'm gonna blame Steven. Steven, stop giving orders to Maggie, please. Yeah. <laughs> I had the same thought when they zoomed in, I was like, yes. And then she just zoomed back out. I was like, no. <laughs> Man. Yeah. You know, that was like, it was pretty, it was pretty awesome. Like, honestly, you know what the, I'm going to, I'm going to talk on the, on the points of like what they delivered. Right. Uh, and Shays did a really good job of like outlining all of that. Um, he always does really good transcription notes for things in the community. Um, so he's over at the ashes post, uh, I think it's ashespost.com if I'm not mistaken. Um, mm -hmm. if you want to check that out. Um, but also, yeah. Um, you know, like the just walking out from the the gate. Like, I mean, there's like literally some of the earliest concept art is of that location. Then we got to see the early renders about I'm nerding out really hard about it because when they got up to where they hopped on the Griffins and they're like, hey, this is what royalty can do. But, you know, you can't just like obviously jump on your mount like this, you know, from the from the get go and everything. But that like shot of looking down. Oh, right into the open area and seeing all of the ruins like that right there for me was like the moment where i was like oh dude there, 
there is so many more trees and like shrubs. Like there's there's so much more there mm-hmm. than what you like tend to expect in an MMO. Like it, that scene very much felt like something you'd see in a single player game with how dense mm-hmm. it was. True. It was great. And the textures as well. It's not like they just put a load of like random objects in the world. No, they're fully textured. They're fully there. I mean, yeah. things in particular, the water looked fantastic. I love the water mm-hmm. effects that they put in so far. Yeah. And yeah. yeah that, that was really yeah. cool. Right. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, I, I nerded out. I nerded out pretty hard. And I, I went into it, I think, with like a pretty like I was trying to be like, all right, let's see if they deliver. But so the points like the previous live stream before this, right? Uh, Jeffrey had talked about the things we might see, which we've, we've talked about in a previous episode. And it was things like the, you know, questing initially, no development quests related to the nodes, like a world event or something, maybe a boss, um, some, some of the, the world progression. Uh, and they didn't really like talk about too many of the details that we ended up seeing. There were a lot of additional pieces that were there that weren't really kind of discussed as potentially being on the table. So what we actually saw was, the Alpha 1 map region, right? Um, and the similarities of Alpha 0, how that would be like what an island, essentially a part of an island, um, which I thought was really cool that that's going to be like in the game, you know, and not just like this little little block that we play out of and then it's just erased. So that's kind of cool. I feel like that's really nostalgic. They talk about, um, so they touched on the A1 map region, updated UI elements, basic resource collection, uh, kind of touched on the royalty mounts, flying versus gliding, quest system, and the sharing of quests, which I was like, oh, wow, we're sharing quests already? That was cool. Um, current combat system, or the current combat system with a little bit of the tab target, a little bit of the action-oriented stuff. Uh, combat animations, which I know that was something that Mackie had kind of had in the back of his mind going into, the, into this, so I want to definitely touch on that <laughs> in a second. Uh, the mayor uh, node system basics, node progression, fishing, uh, caravan flagging, dungeons with a dragon fight that they wiped on, which actually I was like, they just all got wrecked. That was really cool. <laughs> I don't know. I liked it. And then at the very end, we got the Dunier dungeon snapshot, and it looked very different than it did in the snapshot from Alpha Zero. So the delivery was more than what they'd actually outlined in the previous live stream. And yeah, so Mackie, just just what what are your thoughts about the animations? I just want to hit on that work. one. <laughs> yeah, uh, animations still need work. Uh, I I am completely surprised on how beautiful the world is at that graphic setting that Margaret was saying they they had for just testing. Um, I mean, I can just imagine if we you know crank that all the way up and how how well that would look. Um, some of the animations were a little clunky. Um, that whole uh, cleric, I don't know, that was like a, uh, AOE hill where she jumps up and does that water, whatever that was. Uh, there were bits where it was kind of stuttery. Um, so, I, you know, that's going to be polished, hopefully, during testing or after testing, whatever. Um, but, yeah, other than that, uh, everything else was, like, on par with what I had imagined. Uh, animations would be, I mean, coming from the Battle Royale and seeing those animations and actually some of those uh, effects were actually uh, more polished in the live stream we saw than they were in the actual VR. I mean, you you mentioned the stutteriness. Do you think that was just because of the animations themselves or was that because of them accessing from the VPN? Uh, Probably both. I think, I don't know. 
<laughs> no, I kind of agree. It feels uh, the animations do seem to like need a bit of work. Uh, to me, I don't know if like stuttery would be the word I would use. And then again, I'm French, so I don't even know what what word I would use anyway. But uh they they did feel like they were very early animations like first pass and that's what they said they were so like i wasn't surprised um but i don't know it was a it was a nice change of pace for me like especially this the, the, um, the particle effects those were really cool especially with like kind of like the, the watery kind of like golden light wave that was going out of, uh, of maggie's character that was really cool i was really impressed with that yeah, there's uh, speaking of the animations, one of the first things that came up that, that I thought of whenever they kind of did like the floating with like one knee lifted weird hovering move. Um, that animation immediately made me go, I wonder if if I'm being attacked, if they can swing under my feet now. Like, I wonder where my hitbox goes. <laughs> because mm-hmm. when you think about it, a lot of animations still just leave you on the ground. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm kind of curious, like, as they do these, you know, animations, like, how is that going to actually start affecting your hitbox? Like, are they going to be kind of creative? Because if there's somebody else has a move that picks them up off the ground, can then that become something like iframes in other games where you can actually dodge mm-hmm. attacks using it? So, like, that that was kind of interesting. And I think that'll be a cool space to see how they address it. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah, considering no, that the major part, major part of the combat will be action. Mm-hmm. So like, it's supposed to be a hybrid system. So as you said, like, if the animation brings you up, you're floating. Is it gonna? Is it like if you're jumping, for example? Yeah, well, exactly. What, what happens to those hitboxes during those? Like, I yeah. think that'll be, especially when they get to some of the more, you know, maybe mobile classes or like some of the melee classes. If they've got some jumps and flips and things like that, can you leverage those? Like mm-hmm. that, that'd be very interesting to see. Oh yeah, I think it'll do levers or roll as well too. That could uh, potentially give a class that has that mobility the ability to get the heck out of it, as opposed to say, I don't know, a cleric who does not have. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. It it really depends. I, I'm kind of thinking how they would do it in terms of the hitboxes. Whether when you jump or levitate in the air, whether the hitbox box stretches with you or if it stays the same size and just lifts up with you mm-hmm. um i'm also curious if it's uh sorry no go ahead go ahead if it's uh going to be an interruptible yeah because uh, i know playing eso there are a few um mm-hmm. skills where people levitate but the only way they can stop that animation is if someone else interrupts them with the bash Oh, you know, like, like like animation locking. Like once you start yeah. something, you have to go through it. Yeah. 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 That would make. I I would think that if you're gonna have action combat, you'd almost have to. Otherwise, you get into weird like auto attack canceling and other things. And I don't know if on an MMO that that would work super well because that was what they were talking about. Like the way that the blocking system was gonna work mm-hmm. couldn't be exactly like it is in something like Dark Souls because it, it just doesn't run that fast. But I'll, I'll be I mean, curious how they try to address that, though. There are plenty of MMORPGs that have like animation cancelling, either by design or just as a consequence of how the skills work. I can think of quite a few that have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just depends on what the guys, what Intrepid want to do with it. Oh, look, Steven's in chat. What up, Steven? How are you doing? Hey, hey Steven. Welcome to the show, friend. 
<laughs> Don't mind us. We're just talking about your game. <laughs> our, our game, really, right? By the way. About your life's work. No worries. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, I started a uh, hashtag yesterday whenever, uh, which, by the way, if you haven't checked out uh, the Golden Feather show or the podcast, it's, uh, I think, every other Saturday currently. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Chibi, uh, Bree, and DJ Vertek are the hosts of that one. You can check them on their channel. I linked it in, uh, in chat earlier. Definitely check them out. They did a uh, show yesterday where they had on toast the CM. Uh, so definitely go check it out in their VOD uh, or on their YouTube. Um, but yeah. So any other thoughts about this? Like I was just, I mean, really, really honestly, man, like I, I, I like had my first like real hard nostalgia hit because I had played alpha zero and ran around in that for hours. So I was just sitting there when they took that shot and saw all the ruins and stuff. I was just sitting there like, yeah, the, it, <laughs> like, felt, it felt massive. I mean, like considering the amount of space that they traversed mm -hmm. during there, I mean, you, you really kind of started to get a feel for how big that is actually going to be because I mean, that was effectively like that one node and like just this kind of immediate surrounding area. I mean, that's yeah. not even, you know, I guess really getting out into like too far out, like, like vassal node territory and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty awesome to already be kind of that level of scale. Yeah. yeah I, I, agree. I, I forgot who mentioned it earlier, but again, I'm, I'm just impressed that it wasn't a tech demo and that it was just an organic thing that felt of, you know, just kind of running around and it, it gave a better scale too, as well as how much progress has actually been made uh, within that whole thing. And you can kind of really see it coming together and you'd almost picture Lego, like building Legos or pieces that are just coming together. And it's really exciting. Yeah, I was really yeah, seeing myself test that game. Like I was ready to just hop in. Like I know I have access to Alpha One. I was just like, give it to me. No, please. <laughs> 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 I, was I really agree. Excited. I saw how clunky it was, <laughs> but it was a good kind of clunky. Mm -hmm. Like we have seen where they've been and where they're at. And like mm -hmm. that's that is some great progress they've done. And I was just ready to get my um, get my hands on it. Definitely. Yeah. Super excited when Steven, when they're by the beach fishing, and Steven <laughs> yeah. just imagine that ship coming in with a full raid. Like, could you imagine someone fishing there? And they're like, oh, what? Should I run now? <laughs> yeah. In the middle of fishing, you look over, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Where's my griffin? Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, <laughs> man. Yeah. So there was also a, a question about uh, the what was it the COVID nineteen and how it could impact the studio was one of the questions I believe. Um, and you know, with with everything that's going on, it's something that we're all going to be talking about for a while. You know, when I was when I was in the army, I worked with you know chemical, biolog biological, and you know nuclear. Uh, stuff so like I have a pretty good handle on how biological stuff can work and with a healthcare background you know it's it's definitely concerning and it's definitely putting a hold on a lot of things it's going to impact things for a while uh, but they had talked about how that could potentially impact like the hiring process um, yeah I don't know if you all have any thoughts about that I you know from my perspective it's a super understandable thing I don't know how anybody who's being realistic or reasonable is really going to you know look at that potential delay in, in a hiring of new staff and, and go, Oh, they're not doing this or that. Like, I feel like that's a pretty realistic perspective to have with everything going on. Oh, yeah, go ahead. 
I was just say it, it's super tough because like that's that's actually something that I'm dealing with right now. Like um, I just spent the last two weeks basically taking my entire team and getting them remote. I mean, our entire company went from an average of like five percent remote to we're ninety five percent remote now, and um, I need another resource for my team that um, we plan to hire in April. And when you're just trying to think about the logistics of not having the ability to sit this like i've got a new developer i need to onboard and i can't just take them and sit them by one of my other developers and say hey this my current developer is going to go through their daily work just ask questions to start getting familiar and you can't do that in the same way remote so yeah i mean it's it's a super tough thing to try to figure out like how do you get somebody up to speed how do you get them plugged in especially like with your culture as well because you don't have that culture of being in the same yeah. space right and it, it's super tough. I, I mean, it's definitely going to have an impact. I think most people are, are understanding of that. But, you know, what we are finding, though, like from at least the working remote standpoint is if you have the right people, the productivity doesn't go down too much. It's I think our biggest challenge has been looking forward to how we would, you know, onboard people. That seems to be the, the bigger part, because you know, at least my team is you know, pretty comfortable with working remote on a lot of the stuff that they have to do. And I feel like, you know, the people that we've seen from Intrepid can also share a lot of those same qualities. So I think mm -hmm. that part's going to be okay. But yeah, that, that onboarding process, I, I feel the pain there. Definitely. Not only that, but the one, one other consideration I, I was thinking about today was um, the fact that when you're at a studio, the majority of the assets and everything and the code is stored on a NAS, on a on a dedicated server, right? And usually, I I don't know exactly how they've got it set up for their studio, but usually, uh, a studio will have 10 gigabit Ethernet connecting it all, which gives really fast transfer between the central server and all the PCs. Yep. Obviously, if you're doing remote access, you don't have that 10 gigabit <clears throat> Ethernet. So just even just grabbing, say like the bear and bringing it to your PC so that you can work on the animations, that takes so much longer than it would doing it at the studio. Mm -hmm. And that's assuming that people have got like uh, their home PCs that they're up to even doing the work. Yeah, because even even remoting in and like taking control of a PC that's physically at the building, then you have to deal with just like the actual input lag of I'm making changes remotely because no. we, we have that same problem. There's certain files that I, I can't work on at the house. I have a, a box sitting at work. But whenever I do that, like, yeah, you, you slow down because it's just like I have to wait for everything to come back and let me know. Did I click on the right spots because I'm remote controlling it? So you're absolutely right. Yeah, and it brings a lot of like difficult, like dif technical difficulties. As in, like, uh, I'm living, I'm, I'm, I'm living this like on a weekly, on like a daily basis right now at work. Is that like I work for the government, and we're all like working from home right now. So there's so many people, and I mean, I know it's the government, so like they personally here, they don't really have a lot of resources uh, based on like remote, like remote work. It's all really old school, mm -hmm. but still, like during the day, it's almost impossible to uh, to connect to uh, to just the the, the the VPN. It's almost impossible <sighs> because everyone's working on it, and you're having a lot of bugs. So you have to change your hours depending on that. Because if you're, if let's say you're doing something that like needs a lot of bandwidth, you gotta wait till later until you know that people are having dinner and stuff like that. And it can be really kind of like a hassle. But I gotta say one thing though. Uh, I was 
expecting and i wouldn't have been disappointed honestly but i was expecting a delay for the live stream for the mm -hmm. showcase i was yeah, expecting yeah. it and yeah. i was just like you know it's gonna happen it probably will happen and i would totally understand it's absolutely normal like all of our lives are on hold and delayed right now because of because of that whole thing and yet like these guys still did it and they nailed it they really did like compared to what we were expecting we were talking about it like a couple minutes ago how we were promised features of like like some features some some here and there for the showcase and we got like double of that mm -hmm. steve made was, a good point in chat awesome. he said the build times are much longer because they can't harness the power of all the network cores too yeah very very that true makes a huge difference yeah there's just a lot of like you know utility you don't have when you work remote like you don't have access to certain things that you can you know go walk right over here or mm -hmm. same with people like in regard to people when you got you know all the people around you who are in this you know working on this passion project and they're all you know really excited about what they're working on what they're doing and they're trying to share it and to you know see oh how's this going to synergize with this thing that you're working on and you know you can't do that because you don't have that you know i almost feel like when you're working in a team uh and this is something i've always found is when you work in a team and, and you're around each other you know you can really feed off of each other's energy and it can help in situations where you're on the grind which clearly you're doing with it when you're building an mmo right like so you there's a lot of pieces that are missing uh from your work environment when you when you can't you know work together and you're in the office and everything so um but yeah and um yeah i like i said steven i don't know if you were here uh but you know uh, i tuned in for the discord q a and uh there was that kind of heartfelt moment where you know you really were looking to uh to you know you you said that you wanted that the community to be proud of you all and if you missed it before, uh, at least from my perspective, you know, I definitely am. And I think that I probably speak for the rest of uh, the people here. Uh, yeah. That definitely, definitely was brought at home, man. It was, it was great. Um, yeah. yeah, really proud, man. <laughs> really proud for what it's worth. Um, but with that being said, I uh, wanted to, uh, we have I've always have the counter talking points, right? Um, was there anything that you all felt could have been considered a failure or maybe it was something that was missed on the Alpha One showcase. I really got nothing. I really got nothing. I I I understand why they didn't given the limitations to what they had to do, but I would have liked to have seen um the combat from the point of view of the other classes, not just the cleric. Mm -hmm. okay but again i i fully yeah. understand why they couldn't do that and why they didn't do that it was just it would have been nice to see yeah I, i'm kind of in the same boat it's one of those things like it, yeah. i think it really falls into like a nice to have category but yeah. like around combat there's two things that like i kind of came away like still having questions one is like understanding like the tab and the action like it's a little harder to see because mm -hmm. again you're looking at a cleric and trying to understand exactly what all's tab and action and how it kind of works together. Like having a little bit longer showcase for that would have been nice. And then the other thing is um, I came away with a question kind of around like a lot of the mobs, they didn't seem to have indicators for their attacks, like even like the big boss. And I was kind of curious, like yeah, I would, would have liked to have heard just, you know, whether or not from a design perspective, if, if it's going to be more of like a tell type of system, like that you have to watch what the mob is doing or if there's actually going to be more or if even that's going to be kind of a mix just kind of so around that combat like i've been some additional details would have been great but like i'm not 
like that's a very nitpicky thing coming away from it. Like I yeah. was very oh, yeah. impressed with yeah. with what they showed, plus the circumstances it was showed under. So yeah, yeah that's that's just for having something to talk about. Kind of mm-hmm. that would be my thing. Mm-hmm. The one thing I wanted them to show was the character creator. <laughs> oh, I want this oh, so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I understand, you know, the situation and everything. And maybe it's not polished or what whatnot, but I'm not there yet. Yeah. Yeah, for me it's kind of like the same thing. So I agree with wandering here. Uh I would like to see like the combat from the different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Though like I completely understand as well why they didn't. It was like I'm just I'm just guessing here. It's just a wild guess. But since they're remote, they were doing from like their own places, their own houses. It was basically Maggie's Maggie's stream. Like she was just like streaming, and she had the cameras like you do here for Twitch. And it was just based like from her from like for from her like video input. But I just like just we're, I'm just making this comment because once they're back at work and they do showcases like that, it would be really nice, like just switch from one computer to another to just see the different perspectives. Uh, but I wasn't disappointed that we didn't see it because I was just so happy that we had a live stream that day and that it was a longer one too. As for the character creator, yeah. Oh my God, I wanted it so bad. But <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. We we saw we saw we saw a dwarf. I was really happy with that. Uh, I would like to see the character creator, but I, I kept on asking it in like in the chat during the live stream. Like, are we gonna have the character creator? And someone said, "Dude, they already answered," and I just missed it. <laughs> and they, they said yes. So like, I'm happy with that. Like, as long as we get it, I'm gonna be happy. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Roger that. Yeah, I kind of wish that they had the um that when Margaret was going through things, I kind of wanted to know what the skills were specifically that she was using and what they mm-hmm. were doing. Uh, yeah. But that's pretty much it for me. Uh, mm-hmm. As well as um, I think what Farzan had brought up uh, the difference between action versus uh, the tab combat portions. Uh, you could definitely see the action portions where some of the AOEs were getting let down and things mm-hmm. of that nature, but I would have liked to see a little bit more detail basically on each of the skills and see how they perform, even if it's a rudimentary kind of showing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with the officer there. Like, even if they hovered over it and showed us what each skill did. Uh, if it was like an immunity or buff or debuff or something, you know, I would like to see that showcase as well. Mm, yeah. They're planning on doing that with the class overviews I see in chat. Noise. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Some of the like going over like like the thought process like from a design perspective like here's here's what we're playing around with right now because mm-hmm. you know it's going to be iterated on but like so we got these actions that we've attached we've got these that are tab these that are action you know and this is kind of what we're trying to to play around with like even that would have kind of helped under make it a little bit more contextual to what they're actually testing that would have been great mm-hmm. but that's hard to keep in mind whenever literally yeah. everything else is like being held together with duct tape as you're trying to put this on so oh you know, yeah i i understand <laughs> yeah my you know my thing was is that they kind of set the stage in the previous live stream i always go off of like what you say you're gonna do you know and then if you do yeah. that and you follow through with that and so they hit all the points and then some and so i was like I mean, it was like really nice because I was sitting there going, oh, man, I can so see myself in that game playing right now. Yeah, that was nice. So we, I, I got to say this now. They set the bar 
Like, yeah. I'm looking for that and better next time. Yeah. Like when you get back to the office, Maggie, you better work yeah. like 10 times harder. <laughs> yeah. But it was really cool. Uh, one thing that would have, I, I would have liked to see, and it's really nitpicky. So like, I'm not disappointed, but I would, I've been looking forward to seeing that ever since like the BR came out is the weapons and the like the armor we we saw like basic armor and i was really happy with that but the weapons uh the person that was watching the stream with they were like these weapons seem weird and i explained to them that according to an answer from steven the weapons and armor that we saw in the br were from the old world before sanctus mm -hmm. and that what we're gonna see will be like much closer to like medieval stuff but yes. it, it would have been fun to see those like maybe just one of the swords or one of the staves that would have been like medieval stuff instead of old old Varen. that would have been cool mm -hmm. i know we had had a one of our was it the last the last show that last ashes pathfinder show uh i think it was the last we we were talking about because yeah there was like the teaser i think right maybe i was talking mm -hmm. about this on one of my live streams i don't remember but i know i was talking to mist about it and it was like do how 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 big do we think that that dragon was gonna scale to the player? It was and, huge, dude. I had, I had, <laughs> it yeah, was so big, yeah. It was actually larger than I estimated. I thought I was aiming like pretty high in terms of like, okay, I was like maybe judging off of like the the teaser, the 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 person's like gonna maybe be up to like right where where the where the legs meet like the body yeah nah man Five. still still smaller than that i was like oh when i was watching and i was like oh that's gonna be good that's oh, yeah. gonna be good man that thing was way bigger than i expected it to be mm -hmm. i know a lot bigger than mist expected it to be too yeah well, i mean I was it was anticipating it to be like five man dungeon size <laughs> and no it was very boss size like yeah run <laughs> <laughs> right i was kind of expecting that size considering they had that ent in uh the snow area oh my god but if you walk next to that and his head was huge and then his arms spread out and you're like this small yeah <laughs> so i kind of expected something similar but to see it like actually moving Steven said when the character team showed me the dragon, <laughs> I had a Zoolander moment. I was like, must be at least four times larger. <laughs> Shout outs to whoever did the effects on the dragon's breath weapon, right? Like oh, yeah. normally when you have fire, it doesn't light your screen up that white. Like it because fire lets off light. It does get much brighter. That was a really cool <laughs> effect when it went from left to right across the screen and like it actually blanks out part of your screen. That was great. Oh, Maggie, it's like the only yes. complaint I had about the boss was uh, it was kind of repetitive and stiff. Um, yeah. So I want to see more of a like an improvement there with as far True. as attacks, and maybe have it go in the air every now and then and swoop down and come back down. Yeah, kind of like a la ESO, kind of uh, yeah, like yeah, fly yeah. around, throw fire, then land again. Yeah, be, it put a little flair to the, to the yeah. fight. Yeah, and I think Steven said that like the, that boss had a lot more moves coming. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I still think that them wiping was fantastic because a lot of times, you know, when a developer goes and they're showcasing something, like they don't, they're like, "Well, we can't die, so we'll god mode it, we'll GM mode yeah, it." Exactly. And they they just died, and I was just like, "Man, good." Willing to get defeated by your own creation? That's that's respectable, man. <laughs> yeah, I think my favorite piece of that whole stream like everything was nice 
was <laughs> was the point where the dragon started breathing in into the uh, the town and Margaret crashed. Like the gamer in me was like, no, 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 log back in, log back in. We gotta get to the. <laughs> <laughs> we lost our healer. Dragon. Don't restart. Yeah. Was the dragon who attacked the town supposed to be the same dragon that they then fought afterwards, or was it? I different... think so. Yeah, that, that's what like that's the event that like triggered yeah. the quest. Yeah. Um, okay. Since we actually have Stephen and Margaret in chat, I'm actually kind of curious: when that dragon rolled through, could it actually kill people? Like when it goes Ooh. by, and, like breathes. Yeah, that's a good now, question. Like, burn like two or can three it kill buildings. people? Right. Like it's just like, hi, I'm here. Now there's a quest, and then people are dead. And it's because if not, yes. Because we yeah, should, we should add. Because if not, oh we should put that on God. the schedule somewhere. And does oh, it damage? Does it damage buildings and freehold? Exactly. Oh my God! If it did, that's oh, if just... it damaged the freehold buildings, that I would riot. Oh my God! It would be a person. Yo, oh, I'm, I'm nerding out so hard. <laughs> did you see that? <laughs> Many whelps. <Okay. laughs> <laughs> And this is why there's no oh children. Oh my god, dude. It's an adult stream for, <laughs> for, for, for children in, in ashes. They're all speaking <laughs> of children, Alphonse has a, a boy. No. Oh, no, so I'm sorry. No, I still remember the time Steve was talking about where well, you ever have like kids in game and they'll be like pets. And I was just like, oh man. <laughs> they, it wasn't confirmed. It was just an idea. But I was just like, hey, but it makes mm-hmm. sense. Hey, because in WoW, right? During the, what is it? The, um, the uh what is it the uh oh my god there's an event for the orphan kids or whatever and you can like yeah, get... I, I know it's, yeah you and you get a you get a pet and one of them follows you around and you yeah. gotta take them around all the different things yeah, yeah. yeah i know yeah. what you're talking about i can't remember yeah. which day, holiday it is but or, or or like you know if you did the argent this is just for anybody who knows world of warcraft stuff but it's relevant to this and this is a such a t- side tangent i don't even care but the, the the when you go to the Argent grounds and we're at the Lich King, right? And you go up there and you do enough of the stuff, you turn in the 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 um the the tokens, like the uh, the tokens for the the uh, event there or whatever that you can like farm through dailies. You can get the Gruntling, and the Gruntling is like accessible to your bank. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, like yeah. I remember back in the day when he was like talking about that, I was like, dude, that could so work because then that could like tie into just ideas, man. I mean, I would expect and see it, but you know, but, <laughs> but if your kid, no, no, but if your kids like, if you ha- if you did ever have a pet kid, you know, because that's how the system was operating and it could actually function somehow, that would be sick. I don't know, man. Yeah, that's cool. It's so awesome. But anyway, as far as side tangents go. uh, let me think here before I completely derailed us. Where am I at on my notes? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> what was something you were really surprised to see? The fishing. I didn't expect the fishing. <laughs> yeah. Or like gathering. That was like surprising. Like to just see that. It seems like such a trivial thing, but I wouldn't have expected to see that at this point at all until we got to like crafting and stuff. Oddly enough, I'll say combat text. I, and it seems like oh, such a yeah. small thing, but like yeah. there was like combat yeah. text and experience popping up as well. Like, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's a system that has to be built, mm-hmm. um, but like that and quest sharing, I, I think were the two yeah. things that were just like, oh, that's a an odd thing that I wouldn't have expected to have seen, but mm-hmm. yeah, really glad it was there. For me, it was the items like exploding out of the caravan when they blew it oh, up. Oh, that's a good one. <sighs> oh, that, yeah. That was some Diablo 2 stuff right <laughs> there. I was so happy with that. Uh, loot pinatas, yeah. 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 I like the caravan uh, cloaking. Oh, that's interesting. True. Uh, yeah. they, they, yeah. kind of <laughs> <laughs> they should keep that as a feature, though. Like, just... 
Yeah, it's it not a, a bug. It's it's a feature. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm still really surprised about the jump from two to three as far as size goes oh, yeah. for the town. How big it was. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah. I'm just now. I think my all of my expectations of a, about how big a potential metropolis uh, would have been are just blown out of the water of yeah. what that's going to be. Definitely. Yeah, I agree yeah, with that. Right. And then you think like there's actually going to be up to five metropolises, right? You yeah. Just, like the, you just like okay, I, I've kind of got my head around one, and then you're like, but then there's like four, like, and then we could destroy mm-hmm. one of those, and like you just. Mm-hmm end up down the rabbit hole with it yeah it's crazy yeah the scale yeah, i was expecting some kind some something close to like maybe twice the size or like three times the size of like goldshire in wow for a village ah uh, <laughs> yeah no that was um that was some cool stuff like that was something that you would expect in an mmo to be actually like an actual city that you go to uh-huh. like Daggerfall, for example like it was mm. something really big really cool i could see myself spending hours and hours and hours just being there yeah, I imagine the metropolis being somewhere around uh, the scale of what Guild Wars did with their cities, how huge they were from afar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. I can imagine something big, like that. Yeah, yeah. Huge. yeah, yeah. I agree. Sims just having a nerd gasm right now. Like, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> and again, if we look at the Guild Wars. Uh, cities a lot of them are like three or four tiers yeah Uh, and i don't know whether the ashes metropolis is gonna be like one tier sprawled out everywhere or they're gonna be multiple tiers uh as in like it is in guild wars Mm. i guess it would depend on the um the culture that builds there Mm. Yeah, well, and they've also got that tech for like the way that it builds into the terrain and stuff, so that may play mm-hmm. into it as well, like what's around. So yeah, I, I don't. I hope they don't have locked doors, though. I would like to explore every building, every every <laughs> building. I know that wouldn't be possible. No, you're just naughty, kidding. Mackie, trying to break <laughs> into people's houses. That, that was, that, that was the, that's my biggest gripe with ESO. Is they have these beautiful cities, and there's only a few buildings you can go into. Yeah. I want to go in here. <laughs> so, yeah, said. You, you have to. Be, I agree. You have to be really careful, like how much mm-hmm. inaccessible area you have, because I think for me, the the game that I always point to is like the division. Is like as big as that game was. Like you couldn't go in like seventy five percent of the game. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and that was it. Really, kind of takes you out of it. So, hopefully, it's mm-hmm. a good balance if they are there. So I'm gonna read something Steven yeah, said. So. Steven did say that nodes have elevation and districts, so height does play a role. Do you ever get to the cloud district? Oh. <laughs> Dude, this is like... <laughs> my mind's going to so many places right now, just like, well, what if this, and then if this, and this, and that, just the theory crafter mind, man, just going all over the place right now. It's like a little bit... <laughs> you all did this. You did this to me. <laughs> it's all your fault. It's okay. I totally welcome it. It's fine. <laughs> Honestly, I can see the RPers getting like really, really chummy with this because they can be like, oh, you're from uh, the upper district. You're bougie as hell. Oh, you're from yeah. the slums. Get away from me, peasant. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It'd be like, no, like yeah, the, the RP are in me. Like when we were watching, like when I was seeing the, the, the village and like the building get built up and like we were seeing like the taverns and all the buildings with all the sign, the role player in me was just like nerdgasming all over the place. I was so mm -hmm. happy with that. And of course, that's just in the node itself. Then we've got the freeholds on top of it. Yeah. So I imagine there's going to be some, quite a lot of RP going on in the freeholds. Yeah. Yeah, I just I got I just got so excited thinking about attacking like a metropolis level and having like the elevation, like trying to figure out how to actually attack the metropolis and get to the center. Like one, the size that it's gonna be and how you're gonna have to get everybody in there, but then like actually having to fight uphill and like that's just crazy. It's gonna be really fun. Yeah. Like you know with the pro with like the voice chat, someone will stand like like on top of those stairs, seeing the attackers being like, stop! I have the high ground. Me? <laughs> <laughs> you shall not pass. <laughs> oh, that's great, man. God, look at look at how much good that live stream did for everybody, man. I'm telling you, dude. God. Yeah. Yeah. the fire dude the fire it, it brought me back it brought me back to like the uh the early early days when i was like super hyped uh before some things happened that like kind of like put my hype on hold but like that made me so happy and that live stream just brought me back to like the the hopeful like the like the big hopes that i've been having for this game just confirmed it mm -hmm. it's kind of what chibi said earlier in chat um, we all wanted to see MMO content. And they MMO content. <laughs> yo, yo, Chibi knows me so well. She said, I can see Seamorg up there with the holy ground yelling down at people, justice reigns from above. Mackie, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know it's true. It's all I can eat. You've seen it happen. You've actually heard me do this sort of stuff. Yes, I have. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I'll be running around PvP or something. You hear me like rant off the most random RP thing that a Lightbringer could bring. It's like, Justice Reigns! I'm like, oh god. Now you're gonna die your way over there. <laughs> yeah, I <no. laughs> Just take the bait, man. I'm telling you, it's like, oh my god, this is so great. Uh, so, Sim, are you gonna be running for mayor? That's the question. I don't know, man. That's a... Um, well, everybody could run for mayor. Yeah. From what I yeah. remember... Oh yeah, you can, but whether you actually want to or not. I don't know, question. man. Like I just want to hostile take over a military node. I just <laughs> want to go become a citizen. I want it to be ran by a guild. Like they've coordinated everything. They've managed to get their people in. And like I just want to go beat up everybody and just take over. <laughs> it's a it, really. And just, and just and just hold their hold the node hostage. <laughs> but Margaret's like can't beat free tacos, dogs and cats though. Vote <laughs> yeah. Margaret for mayor. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah I with that. True. Yeah, man. So, so, you know, we, we all have different communities, right? And, you know, and this is great because we have some of the, the, you know, Intrepid Studio peeps here. So like, what, what has been like this, you know, uh, echo or this radiating voice that, you know, your own communities have, you know, or friends that have been following the game and, and stuff have been kind of like sharing uh, if they've watched this. Just that there was no MMO content being showcased. And um, I think that after this live stream, I wouldn't say that they're completely uh, turned around, but they're a little bit more uh, reassured that the game yeah. is actually going to 
come out. <laughs> it's actually in development. Like a lot right. of people, right. a lot it's of people a, in my community cool. felt that way too. I'm like, yeah, like they they said like, oh, it's never coming out. Like the only thing we've seen is a BR and like they're super negative. They're, they were super negative. And then we saw the live stream mm-hmm. and they were actually hopeful. Yeah. Um, my community is mostly formed of like role players and... I got to say they were all pretty like everyone I talked to uh who's a role player said that they were really happy with the live stream but they do they did really really badly want to see the character creator uh though like I I did tell them like it's just not ready yet it, it's going to be in alpha 1 it was just not for the showcase it's still extremely early yeah. in alpha 1 development uh but yeah it was mostly about the character creator and I think they said something about uh armor and weapons like i said earlier that's pretty much it that's the that's the unhappy part of them but the other happy the happy part was just like what mikey said like people are reassured people know that there it's a game that's in development and we can actually see progress and i it's it sounds silly but just by itself means so much within the context of mmos these days Mm, yeah yeah the, uh, actually, you just said something that reminded me, the armor comment. That was actually something that had been shared or been in my community that had um, really perked up people's hopes. And that was the fact that you got to see armor progression from uh, from small, you know, you're in rags to it gets slightly better, it gets slightly better off of that. I think we had a lot of people that were worried that, you know, we were all going to come out looking like superheroes and it would just be a superhero fest uh, yeah. throughout the whole thing. So that was you know, very positive to see, but otherwise, you know, everyone was within my community was extremely positive and just happy that they showed these things. And we saw a lot of more renewed interest, if you will, uh, within Ashes. And obviously they want to know what comes next. When's next? When's Alpha One? You know, usual. Yeah, yeah I, I had a couple of really interesting conversations. I mean, I think for the most part, I think everybody was pretty positive about it. I, I definitely shared that experience um, like the other guys did. But one one kind of interesting thing was with chronicles of Illyria dying the same week that this happened mm. I, there seemed to be a little bit of this undertone of like people who had read through like some of the issues like around some of the things that like Caspian had said around like their art pipeline and animation pipeline getting in the way of other things and then i think that that kind of retroactively put some stuff into perspective for a few people in the communities that i'm in about like oh well all of these like animation pipelines or character creations that we've been seeing, you know, that have been getting put out, like the fact that that's happening consistently and it's not in the way of the MMO, which we got to see this week. I think that kind of retroactively put that in perspective for people about like what Intrepid is doing right when that was one of the reasons cited for some of the decisions coming out of like Chronicles and stuff like that. So I think that helped from like a technical perspective where so many people don't really get it. Like they don't understand what early development looks like mm-hmm. and this is i think this kind of helped bridge that gap for them seeing the mmo kind of in the same week that that happened i think um was really beneficial for them i mean and it sucks for for chronicles and, and those guys and i'm see- sad to see that go but i think that that was also fortuitous in some ways um to see like oh all of those things like the pox call was in there that you know the lava bears were in there you know the dragon like all of those things that have been getting created along the way you know that pipeline's not in the way it's it's already happening and it's in the game and you all got you got to see all of that and i think that shows that you know they've kind of got it together in in how they're building the game mm-hmm. yeah just looking on the forums um 
there were a couple of people questioning about the shadows and the lighting, um, saying that the shadows were too dark, and then they were also asking about the, the day and night cycle, um, which I totally get. I mean, we want decent shadows, and we want to see the progression from day into night, not just like an instant switch from day to night. Um, and also about uh, spell effects lighting up dark places as well. Which I can't remember if that was thing. Yeah, um, it was like very stream. early on, or very early yeah. on, in like one of the early, early videos, the mage had a spell that would light up an area. Yeah, and we haven't but, really seen that. No, and so they were wondering about that, and then there was, apart from that, there was the general confusion about the combat. Um, I think some people expected more action-oriented combat um, than what we saw. But yeah, so we just people are trying to clarify about that as well. Yeah, I'm, but I yeah. think it's been a consistent answer from Steven and the team that with your skills, with the class you pick, with your augments, with whatever else you pick along from different uh, roads in your avatar's life, you could potentially be all action combat if you if you do that whole, you know, put your skills in certain certain augments mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. Yeah. So it's potential that you could be 100% action, not 100%, maybe 90% action yeah, I think combat. You said 75%. Say, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's, you know, there's there's going to be people who are going to play it's not 100% action combat. Yeah. But it's going to be, I, I believe, to a point where it's going to feel like it's action combat 100% uh, of the time, at least if you if you play it correctly yeah yeah and i think uh you know one thing too about the chronicles of valyria was you know i think that that you know i i think that some of what y'all been saying resonates i know steven even said in chat about the feeling terrible for the coe community because yeah it's just i think anybody who has you know this this hope that there's gonna be uh this world that they can continue to invest in beyond dollar signs <clears throat> and they have this hope for it and then it just you know kind of comes up and then there's nothing to show for it or it comes to a halt or an end and i know you know wisp one of my one of the people here in my own community she you know created content for that game was really really looking forward to it she loves horses there was so much around that element in that game for her and uh she was you know pretty pretty let down by it whenever that happened and and i think that that has been there's been this trend of like this negative perspective of, of people that are just companies that kickstart a game or when there's kickstarting involved at all because of letdowns and, you know, false promises or things of that nature. I mean, you go back and you look at things like Oath and you look at uh, Chronicles of Valyria, you look at some of these other ones that have been, you know, like there's stuff going on with Camelot Unchained right now and Star Citizen, all these different ones. So there's this like really negative perspective of it. And of course, by association, Ashes of Creation was on Kickstarter. And then there was already this situation with, you know, with a lot of people, you know, pointing and saying that it is this or it isn't this. And a lot of people take things at face value. And so, you know, I mean, the same week is what happened with Chronicles of Valyria, where there's this narrative and, and so many people saying, look, another Kickstarter that's not being honest, not being true. And we, you know, so many people looking forward to what Ashes has been saying you know like hey all this stuff is going to go towards alpha one all this stuff goes towards the mmo 
And then I just, you know, as far as timing goes, it couldn't have been better, I think, for for Ashes, honestly. It just And like a a quick point that I would like to make towards like if anybody's in like in chat or <clears throat> anything who um who doesn't who doesn't follow Ash's creation super closely? Um, I see a lot of comments uh, about, as we said at the beginning of the stream, uh, Alpha Soul. Like you talked about the the, the vocal minority, the twenty percent, yeah. who are just—it's just like almost pure toxicity. They're as hopeful as we are for the MMO, but they're just gonna meme on it all the time mm -hmm. yeah, in a yeah. bad way. And I see a lot of comments, like I when I read the the, the death of Chronicles of Illyria uh, on MMORPG.com, a lot of the comments, and we all know I think this platform is just like a cesspool of toxicity, but like when I was reading the comments, people were saying like, oh, another crowdfunded MMO that dies, not surprising. And when I was looking at uh, uh, comments for Lazy Peon's video about Ashes of Creation earlier, in the in the comment section for his youtube video people were saying well it's a crowdfunded game uh it's going to fail eventually i'm really hopeful for the game and but it's still gonna die and it's probably a scam and they then blamed steven for having private money on his side and yet still doing a kickstarter but like yeah. to to this message, wow. I think that I think the time we live in right now with COVID nineteen and the death of Chronicles of Illyria and unfortunately probably the death of a lot of upcoming crowdfunded MMOs, it's that money that Stephen had to uh, fund the game's development that it's probably that money that made it so the game isn't dead and we got the live stream this week. Because with the remote work that we're all that they have to do, it costs so much money, and development costs so much money that with only like a hundred percent crowdfunded budget, it would probably have died off. And yet, like they're still going strong. We saw them live stream an early build of Alpha One that we're going to get to play this year. Mm -hmm. But also, you gotta understand that. Triple A titles aren't immune to failure either. Um, we've seen it with Bless. We've seen it with uh <laughs> we, we, we do not talk about that. <laughs> we've seen it with um what was that one? Closers that uh Inmass was publishing, they closed and then they reopened again. Um there's just there's just a lot of MMOs now that can't can't um contain players because we all we all know how we are in communities like we either like it or we don't like it there's no gray area it's just you know we move on to the next shiny thing and now you have uh, a new game new world supposed to come out and that's riddled with controversy even though it is from amazon mm -hmm. uh, and there's people in our forums in eso forums in other mmo forums saying that game's gonna die within two months three months so i mean it's you gotta take you gotta you gotta as a player you have to uh ask yourself do i want to invest in this game long term what are my goals going into this as a kickstarter you know what do i hope for and that's just a risk you have to take and you have to ask yourself each individual has asked themselves yeah yeah it's it's really tough because like there's there's so many people that get into these these you know early access or you know there's very few things that are like 
Ashes where it's like true early development. You know, there's games that do early access where they get people to pay. And um, I think like Last Oasis is a good example of that. And you know, all the, the hurt that they're having right now for for not framing things right and not setting expectations very well. And I think Intrepid is a pretty good job of that. And I think for those of us that are part of the community that watch the game very closely, when you have people that kind of come by and they're like, oh, well, this game is is like, you know, um, Atlas or it's like this. And you have to say, well, no, you need to understand it's not just it's not just an open PVP game. There is this huge amount of PVE content that goes with it to keep it from being just like this open world survival thing. Or when people talk about, oh, it's just going to devolve into that, like being a little bit active. Like I know it's, it's tough sometimes to continually educate, but especially where the game's so early, like it's just, it's about the only thing that we can do to help that and to fight against it. Cause it's so easy for people to, to just draw really quick conclusions and that's yeah. really it, it, that's really hurtful to the community if the people like we talk about that vocal uh, minority it, if the rest of us are the majority then like we should be able to share that weight amongst us to to kind of push back against that sum you know it's it's one thing to hold intrepid accountable for the things that they promise or the things that we want them to deliver but we should also be actively fighting against the toxicity where we can right yeah, I'm gonna agree with that. It was like something too with the the idea behind Kickstarter games is, you know, it's like there's plenty of Kickstarter games that have done great, you know, or products. You know, I mean, there's like things like this. Oh, yeah. uh, what is it called? The Hero Journal or something? I think it was Kickstarter. You guys may may or may not know about it. It's basically like uh, this journal, and it's got really cool like artwork, and it's basically a way to like set a plan for yourself and have day to day like steps to achieve some goals that you have in your life low-key buying one right now yeah it, and it, it was kickstart i mean it's just a perfect example so many of them but you know the end of the day i think we talked about this before you know trust is a choice and uh you know you've got to you know like any good choice you've got to base that on facts and evidence if, if you know if you want to go off faith or your gut you can do that too but we it's one we all got to make and uh you know it i think this this week was just really great it was just really great for from yeah. my perspective uh all around and and i think the past two we've talked about this too the past two months you know there's just been this really good progression of you know so many people over the past year or so were like hey we want um we want to see not concept art but we want to see more stuff you know in in game or whatever and we've been getting render 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 of all these <laughs> as alpha souls kiddo comes running up charging <laughs> and uh we you know as they're spawned yeah. as spawned everyone dps get on it <laughs> <laughs> Where's that dragon at? <laughs> but um yeah but you know i just i think that uh you know this is this has been a really great week we've had renders and renders up until this point it's been a really nice progression and i'm just i think gonna be my final final question for everybody here and we've usually we run around an hour we've ran over but it's expected with a larger cast i think we'll shelve some of those q a from discord questions and stuff for later um, or at minimum share it on uh, the forums, um, Mist or myself or somebody here. Um, but I'll let you post it. All right, cool. Yeah. I'll definitely give you credit, man. You did a really great job on that. Um, but, uh, you know, something, something to look forward to, right? Like for me, it's just, just, you know, I, I like the momentum of the past few months. I think it's been great for the community. Um, it's really worked to silence a lot of, I think people's concerns or like people's, 
you know, really bad judgments that aren't based on facts and evidence, just this bad, you know, concern or worry based on bad past experiences or whatever. But I think this has been pretty good for the community as a whole. And I think that the past few months have just have had, had a really good progression. And then this, this alpha one showcase was just like icing, I think on, on it all from, from my perspective, but what are you all looking forward to seeing a lot more of here in the coming months? The housing that they're promising. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely more of the housing development. I think for me, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I, I want to see how the, how, how do I put this? The, mm. the day-to-day -day will go as far as when you log into Ashes of Creation and how it's going to relate to each specific person and how they can kind of advance themselves each within their own track, right? Uh, so I'm curious of, okay, I log in, I've got two hours to play, what can I do, right? I'm curious of, you know, if my friend logs in, they log in, uh, perhaps they're a crafter or something, what do they get to do on a day-to-day -day basis um, and go about that? I think that's what I'm looking forward to. After hearing the discord q a one thing that i'm really excited for is um this um i know we weren't going to go into it but very briefly sure. just um the election process for the military nodes that they touched upon mm. i know it's just an idea i know it's like not even they're still testing all that stuff and whether they actually want to do it like that but the idea that they put forth really interests me and i thought that was a fantastic way around the potential problems so that'll yeah, be fun i agree I think for me, like the, the two things that kind of looking forward to the most, like in the short term, just the now that the systems have kind of all been connected and they've got to see how they're going to start interacting and like how one thing feeds into another to change each of the systems, like just kind of watching the iterations on that happen where they get more and more intricate over time. Like I'm, I'm really interested to see that progression and then kind of longer term, because it's probably not something we're going to see in the shorter term is how enemy AI develops because one of the things that I'm really curious to see is whether or not enemy AI moves further away from like the traditional kind of static, the mob just stands in front of you and mm -hmm. does the same things over and over, or if they try to make it a bit more dynamic to kind of play into that action combat. Like I kind of want the mobs to be able to, to dodge away and try to get some space on me and, and stuff like that, like fight me differently based on what they are. You know, I'd like to see if they kind of leverage the same combat system they're building for the players to kind of play around that. So like that's kind of the one system that's still on my radar is when they get to it, I'm, I'm very curious to see what they're going to do. Yeah, for me, learning. yeah, for me would be the character creator. Uh, real quick, if Stevens and chat like, are KLR going to be able to have a beard like mine? Yes, please say yes, please say yes. For now. And, uh, because like I want to be able to sink hours into it, and I know they said that we are we're gonna have a, a standalone character creator. Of course, <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm ready the Pacha look. <laughs> it's gonna be the name of the the name of the facial hair, the Pacha look. Exactly. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to the character creator, especially the standalone one, or maybe just like a maybe like a ten or twenty minute video of like what they're like what they're they're going for for the character creator. I'm really looking forward to seeing that and the housing. 
I think the housing will be something really, really fun. Like I'm a role player, so character creator and housing is super important to me because I know that once I'm comfortable with like the level of advancement I got in the, in PVE and PVP, I know I'm going to spend most of my free time after work probably just like role playing at my tavern or something like that because I won't have time to do a raid. So like I'm just going to be there serving patrons and stuff like that. So like I want I want to look forward to it. I, I'm looking forward to that. And I remember that in the BR, that was something that kind of bothered me when we we're entering houses. And I know it was a completely different system than what they're going for now. But like the houses felt extremely small and the ceilings felt extremely low to me. And like the chairs looked super tiny compared to our characters. So like I'm looking forward to like seeing more of what we're going to be actually playing mm -hmm. with. So that and the character creator, like I'm gonna I'm gonna be spending hours on that character creator. It's gonna be crazy. I'm gonna lose my girlfriend and everything. Well, <laughs> humble brag. Yeah. Not gonna brag, but I lost my girlfriend making a character. I'm not gonna <laughs> make good choices, friends. <laughs> in out out of game, right? Whether you're in or out of game. Uh create moderately. Yeah. Any other final thoughts for any of y'all? Before we kind of wrap this up, I got a couple closing items for myself, but since we have, uh, you know, Stephen and, and Margaret in chat, like in all seriousness, like I I know that I've been I've been vocal at times about the things that I haven't been happy with, and um, you know, and then I try to praise where, you know, when it's you know, whenever something is good, I try to praise it. Whenever there's something that's bad, I try to stand up and, and talk about that, it, not in a toxic way, but at least in a rational way. And I was very impressed uh, with what was delivered in the live stream, um, especially in the face of everything that had to be done, you know, to get that to even happen. Um, so truly thank you guys for putting that on and, you know, mm -hmm. congratulations on hitting that milestone and being able to deliver it. It, it, it really went a long way to kind of rallying the community back around the game and everything. And mm -hmm. we think all of that praise has been well-deserved for you guys. I agree with that. Definitely. So, uh, yeah. So final thoughts for me, uh, one, I want to say last weekend, uh, when we did this show, i got a few points actually. One is, uh, I believe next Sunday, uh, I'm going to have the two hosts from the golden feather over here, which is Chibi Bree and beer tech. There'll be guests on the show. Um, also, uh, two weeks from, or actually the following week after that, I will be over on theirs. So those are some things to look forward to coming up on either one of the shows. Uh, gonna have some nice crossover action. They'll get to kind of take a load off and not have to worry about hosting and vice versa. So that'll be fun. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I'm really looking forward to it. So get stoked. Definitely be like promoting that a lot in the upcoming weeks. Um, aside from that, uh, the podcast, like I talked about, uh, if you remember last weekend, I was going through uh, the work of uploading all past 66 episodes now to iTunes, Spotify, and uh, all the other places. I am happy to announce that by Wednesday, I got all 66 episodes, bumped to MP3 format, spent many hours, headaches, and... Thank you, friends. Thank you. <laughs> I was absolutely exhausted, <laughs> but they're up. They're on Spotify, iTunes currently and Podbean and working on some of the other places as well. Google Play likes to take its time, but we're getting there, but we're caught up. Everything's there in its place. Uh, we got all that new artwork, spiffy artwork that's up there, too. So I'm really excited about it. Um, and also big shout out to all of the Patreon supporters and Paladins of the Crusade. For all of your support, 
the entire time we've been uh, running this show. We are coming up on two years on April 10th, I believe. So it's a, it's a very big milestone. I'm, I'm really, really, really excited and proud of where we've gotten together. And to all of you, whether you've been on the show or you watch, you're a Pathfinder and you are much appreciated. So thank you very much for all of that, all of the investment. And to all of you, gentlemen, for your investment here and your time here in the show and in Ashes, hashtag Ashes fam, just saying. Um, trying to push a <laughs> trying to push a hashtag and make it real. So <laughs> I feel like it's a good vibe, man. But uh, why don't we go on ahead and do, do our outros? Yes, hashtag Ashes fam. If you are a proud supporter of the game, there you go. Make it make it a thing. Um, but yeah, we'll go round robin. I'll start with Farazon. Why don't you let everybody know uh, where you reign, what your domains are, where they can find you, friend? Uh, pretty much Farazon Gaming everywhere, except on Twitch, which is Farazon underscore gaming because somebody's just sitting on that. Um, but uh, yeah, I uh, I don't stream tremendously often because I'm waiting on Ashes um, at the moment. But uh, whenever there's Ashes up, I will be streaming. So. Um, Stephen, oh, yeah. I don't want to put any pressure on you, but uh, the quicker you get to Alpha One and letting me in it, the faster I will have more content for people. Just saying. <laughs> no pressure. Shame this plug. On you. <laughs> <laughs> and Pacha, friend. Uh, well, I'm probably going to get banned again for saying that. Not the last time we got banned for three days, but you can find me on mixer.com slash Pacha TV. So, uh, yeah, you can find me there. I stream every Sunday from noon to four. Uh, oh, or man. you can just uh, hit me up on Discord if you want to talk. But, yeah, I usually stream uh, MMOs, but I haven't... I've been bored with MMOs lately because they're all old and boomer style. So like, I don't <laughs> like it anymore. <laughs> so like I've been playing the division two and call of duty Warzone and all that stuff. But like, as soon as I get my hands on an MMO, that's fun. Like ashes creation, please just like release it now. Cool. Uh, I'm going to be playing that like crazy. So yeah. All right. I'm in an alpha soul. Yeah. So pretty easy you can find me on youtube at youtube.com slash uh no spaces uh and you can also find me on the dungeon crawler network channel uh i usually idle in there and i'm always open for questions uh should they arise that's pretty much it awesome mackie friend yeah you can find me on the forums you can find me on uh youtube at mac and OG. yeah that's all i got <laughs> and wondering mist you can find me on Discord and the forums, the Ashes forums, uh, with Wandering Miss, same tag. I don't currently, I have a YouTube channel and a Twitch stream, but I don't actually do anything on it yet. That may change in the future, but for now, uh, just keep them with the forums and Discord. Awesome. And I'm C Morg, everyone. I've been your host. I'm not going to shout my stuff out because if you're watching this, you already know where that is. <laughs> but it's been an absolute ple pleasure y'all it's uh it's been really great this is the largest panel uh, round table we've had uh in 67 episodes so fantastic yeah. it's been awesome uh and i'm always looking to get to know more of you in the ashes of creation community so if you're interested in joining the show just hit me up on any of my stuff and things and uh it's been an absolute pleasure looking forward to seeing where ashes continues to go and until next time, friends, we'll catch you on stream or all of our stuff and things and places. Have a great week, friends. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Ciao. <laughs>